Hello everyone, this is Britton from Emerald Pacific, and today I'm coming at you with a case study. So this was a case study that I was involved with from one of my advertising classes. For you guys that may not know or didn't listen to the first podcast in my series, I am currently going to school at the University of Washington for marketing. And I started off with like computer science, and it's a whole long story. Listen to the first podcast if you want to know a little bit more about what happened there. So the case study that I want to talk to you guys about today is the lovely candy bar, Mr. Goodbar. So Mr. Goodbar is an interesting case where it's a candy bar that came out in the mid-20s, and it was distributed by Hershey's. Well, it wasn't really distributed by Hershey's at first, but it was something that Hershey's came out with and didn't necessarily want their chocolate bar for some odd reason associated with peanuts. So they decided to create a completely new company and sell Mr. Good Bar under, I believe, like Chocolate Sales Corporation, something like that. Anyways, it's basically a Hershey's bar with peanuts in it. And personally, I think it's a really good candy bar. And it's a candy bar that not many people have heard about nowadays. I'm sure that folks on the East Coast or whoever is listening is probably hearing me say this and being like, what do you mean? I've heard of Mr. Goodbar. I like Mr. Goodbar. I buy it all the time. Well, I know on the West Coast, not many people know of Mr. Goodbar or have even heard of it or it even exists on store shelves. I know for a fact that I went to Hagen the other day and was looking at candy bars and when I was at the checkout it was nowhere to be found there were Hershey's there was Hershey's with almonds there were, of course was like Reese's and Kit Kat and all their different brand extensions but there was no Mr. Good bar and it's pretty good so anyways that's enough about my rants about Mr. Good bar not being in the stores basically Mr. Good bar used to be a really popular candy it used to be really popular in the 70s and 80s, and it was heavily advertised back in the 70s and the 80s. The only problem with their advertising back then was there was too much of an emphasis on the product attributes than the fact that it's a candy bar. So when we look at candy nowadays, what do people really care about when they want to buy a candy bar? They care if it tastes good. It definitely needs to taste good. And that's about it. I mean, maybe portion control, maybe how much of the candy that you might be eating or how much you get. Anyways, when it comes to candy, people could really care less about the attributes. I'm sure there are people out there that are big foodies and care about the ingredients or care about how the cocoa is sourced and so on and so forth. That really doesn't apply to Hershey because I know based on Hershey's website, they claim that they're trying to source all their cocoa sustainably. So that shouldn't really apply whether or not you buy Hershey's candy bar, if it's sustainable, if it's good for the environment, whatever. So when it comes to Mr. Good Bar, there's not really much advertising. There's not really much marketing. If you go to Twitter, if you go to Facebook, there's from what I've seen, there's no page or any accounts that are associated with Mr. Good Bar. The only accounts is like Hershey's. I haven't really looked in the Reese's. I'm sure that Reese's has an account because it's so popular. And nowadays, Mr. Good Bar seems to be associated with a candy bar that you only get during Halloween. 
and it's at the bottom of the basket. And when I did a focus group with my group and doing this case study about Mr. Goodbar from UW, we found that, so we did two different case studies. We did one case study where the wrapper was still on the candy bar. So people could see the wrapper, unwrap it, eat it, so on. And then there was a second focus group that what we did was unwrap the candy bar so no one could see the packaging. And all I saw was the candy bar and then tried it out. And what we noticed was there was a pretty big swing in likability between it being still wrapped and unwrapped. So basically the likability of Mr. Goodbar when it was still wrapped and people could see the packaging was rated at about 5, 5.5 out of 10. And when the candy bar was unwrapped and we gave it to our focus group members, we noticed that they rated the candy bar a 7.75 out of 10. So if we're looking at the difference between 5.5 and 7.75 in both of the focus groups, this is pretty significant, especially on a 10-point scale. And we wouldn't have thought that the packaging would influence the likability so much and I know that there's a lot of different attributes that can contribute to how people like candy bar. I know that some people like peanuts, some people don't like peanuts, so on and so forth. But we want to start looking and trying to figure out some kind of conclusion as far as why was it such a big swing between these two focus groups on how much you like the candy bar based on whether the packaging was on or off. And we noticed that the Mr. Goodbar candy bar doesn't really say Mr. Goodbar on the bar itself, that it's Hershey's. And the only, well, one of the conclusions that we came to was that maybe people might be perceiving the chocolate to be better because they see Hershey's and no other affiliated branding. But it still doesn't go to show that candy is very subjective and people should like candy just based on tasting it, not necessarily the packaging. But once we started diving into some of the comments and asking people, how do you feel about Mr. Goodbar? And how do you perceive their marketing? Have you seen any marketing from them? The consensus came down to that a lot of them felt the Mr. Goodbar had very outdated packaging, that their branding felt like it was, quote unquote, from the 90s. And a lot of people refer to Mr. Goodbar being the one candy bar that would be at the bottom of their Halloween candy bowl, particularly because that's the only time of year they ever see it. Other than that, they never see it in their daily routine. So this was pretty interesting. And we started going to the drawing board and figuring out, you know, is it possible that we could possibly give it an updated look and a possible and an updated branding scheme to make people perceive Mr. Goodbar a little better. So what we ended up doing was putting together some new branding and it's up on like YouTube. I haven't really posted it on Emerald Pacific or anywhere else. I wanted to talk about it first and then just kind of figure out and decide if I wanna put this up as a case study on Emerald Pacific. However, what we ended up doing was updating the logo. So we used a more well-rounded font and the reason behind using the rounded font was to make it not look so stoic and not to make it look so outdated and try to differentiate it from the regular Hershey's bar. And then we used a slogan called Make It Your Bar. And the idea behind saying Make It Your Bar 
is try to picture specifically 18 to 25 or millennials that they could use this candy bar or have this candy bar and it'll fit into their daily routine. So we replace the good and the good bar with different adjectives and verbs. So for example, in some of our test ads that we put together, we use art bar where we have one of our actors going around the Tacoma Glass Museum and looking at fine art and then coming across a Mr. Good bar and looking at it as if it was some fine piece of art. In another example, we had the slogan Smart Bar, where we had one of our actors that was sitting there trying to figure out the meaning of life and trying to figure out what leads to the meaning of life, and eventually it was a Mr. Good Bar. And all of these ads are actually up on the YouTube. So if you go to the Emerald Pacific YouTube, there's a couple ways you can look for it. If you go Emerald Pacific on YouTube or if you just go to the impactdesign.com on the bottom, there should be a link to YouTube. So you can take a look at it, you can comment on it, you can tell us whether you like it, whether you don't like it, whether it sucks, whatever. So we had a lot of fun putting these together and I feel like it's a pretty feasible campaign. It's When it comes to candy, it's a very low involved product. So not a lot of people are really considering the um, the benefits of having this candy bar over other candy bars. They're just eating a candy bar because it tastes good or they like the brand, so on and so forth. So we put together a lot of fun ads. We have them all uploaded. Check them out. And other than that, that's pretty much it for Mr. Good Bar. So I would love to ask all of you guys what you think about Mr. Good Bar. Have you heard of it? What do you think of it? Have you tried it? Have you not heard of Mr. Good Bar in a very long time? I would love to hear some of your comments and hear some of your opinions about Mr. Good Bar and how it's positioning itself among all the other candy bars. And if you have any questions or any kind of topic inquiries, let me know at britain at impactdesign.com. Or you can go to impactdesign.com, submit a contact form, and let us know what you'd like to talk about or what you think about the Mr. Good Bar situation. Other than that, if you like this podcast, feel free to hit the subscribe or a like and let us know how you like this episode. Other than that, I hope to see your guys' comments, see what you guys think about the Mr. Good Bar branding, about this episode, and I look forward to talking with you guys soon.